Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen of America, this is AJC Radio, where we bring the message of justice all around the world. Tonight is no exception. As we address Fifth Longscapes, one of the, I believe, one of the most corrupt organizations in the state of Colorado when it comes to landscaping services, taking advantage of the seniors, in this case, a parsonage, a church, now abuse of power and corruption targets religious institutions. This is the, I believe, the uh, footprint of Fisk Lawnscapes here in Colorado. We're going to cover the corruption tonight. Benjamin Fisk, it's your time. This is AJC Radio. We take off right now. And there you have it. I'm Lamont Banks, along with Kendrick Barnes, Sampson Riddle, William Williams, Dennis Merritt, Clint Cliff Stewart, and the entire AJC radio team tonight addressing really a travesty of conduct by Benjamin Fisk of Fisk Lawnscapes. And I'll tell you what, folks, when you actually rip off a church for $15,000 and render no services at all, it should be a crime. Because if that's not the definition of theft, I don't know what is. And we're going to get into that subject tonight. We're going to talk about this particular story. And I'll tell you what, Samson Fisk Lawnscapes, uh, disgrace to the industry and to the profession of, w- of what they represent. Absolutely. I mean, um, I had the opportunity this week to kind of address, um, address them on uh, one of the platforms that we engage in and had one of their former customers, like, vehemently come at me about how oh they're people of integrity they do this they do that then they begin to slander not only the church but our pastor um myself and other people that were on there just having a conversation about you know what happened to the parsonage uh of colorado springs fellowship and and it it when you you can tell when somebody knows they don't have a, a leg to stand on is when they start to get personal they start to throw insults and they just start to go off opinion versus fact the fact of the matter is this guy uh, I may name him later, which basically wants to uh, wants to stand behind Fisk. Uh, his name was Mike Stevens. Mike Stevens. He just wants to go out there. I mean, and the thing is, like, hey, were you there? Were you there? The facts that everybody that has been talking about this this business, we got directly from people that were involved. This guy wasn't there. Okay, great. They did a good job for you. They did a good job on your lawn. Your church parsonage isn't out. $15,000 in unrendered services. They're not sitting there taking advantage of, you know, a senior citizen, a, a black woman that is up there, you know, just trying to, trying to get, you know, her lawn taken care of and paying the majority, if not all of it, up front. And then you don't give her the right stuff. You don't do the right services. You mess up exactly what she asked you to do. And then you don't want to make right. But you dare call yourself a business of integrity and then try and block, you know, the reviews on the Better Business Bureau, Yelp, 
all kinds of social media. You know, you try and save face instead of just doing the right thing. Oh, that's really right. The bottom line is, folks, if you don't deliver services that you promise, uh, you could have easily fixed the situation, took responsibility for your workers who failed to do their job. The buck stops with you, Benjamin Fitz. It stops with you. He wants to make the statement that, well, my name is on the trucks. Well, then act like your name is on the trucks and hold your people accountable for ripping off any property. Is this in it to me? And, and apparently, I guarantee you, by the time somebody gets caught ripping somebody off, it's not an isolated incident. This is a pattern of abuse. It doesn't work that way. We're going to get into this conversation. Mr. Fisk had an opportunity, a just cause, reached out to him, had a conversation, and told him under no uncertain terms, do the right thing, provided proof, evidence, clear evidence that that they basically did not deliver services, but they took the money that they took. And we said to him over and over again in that meeting, do the right thing. And I, I made it clear to him, we are advocates. If you don't do the right thing, as an advocate, we have an obligation to speak out and to alert consumers about your corrupt practices. Cliff, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, the... The bottom line is if you get paid to render a service and you don't render that service in any business, you owe the customer a refund. And when you sit down with the customer and say, yeah, uh, we're going to credit this, we're going to credit that. Well, what is a credit if you've been paid money up front except return the money that you got for services that weren't rendered uh, for product that was uh, supposed that you supposedly provided that was the wrong product you admitted it was the wrong product there's emails that say it's the wrong product and yet you still want to try to claim that you're the one done wrong uh uh samson what was the gentleman's name i believe his name was mike stevens mike stevens got some news for you just in can you explain to me how credit is given for somebody that hasn't paid their bill yeah how does that make how sense? do you give me a credit with outstanding balance owed to my bit, how do you give me a credit? And you and how you much state was, how much was the credit, Cliff? That they wanted to give back. The credit on the account was somewhere in the area. I don't have the exact number but, right in front of me, but somewhere in the area around eight nine thousand dollars okay. or something to that effect. Now, if you say <laughs> if 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 we have a discussion and say, okay, you were supposed to put in this type of concrete, you didn't put it in. Your manager, Rick Hobbs, says, you know what? You're absolutely right, customer. We didn't do what we said we were, we were going to do. You owe nothing on that. Whatever balance was supposed to be there, that balance is there. Jacob uh, Stankovich was there at that meeting with Rick Hobbs when he said that balance is wiped out. We didn't do it the way that you wanted it. We didn't do it the way we agreed to. We didn't do the color. We didn't do the pattern. We did not do it properly. You owe nothing else on that. Then you say, well, we're going to plant perennial flowers. For those of you who may not know, perennial flowers come back every year. Annuals are there for one year. You say, we're, you tell me, Jacob, that you're going to plant perennials, and then you come up, and when you're planting annuals and you get caught doing it, then you try to make the excuse, oh, my bad, we couldn't get the other flowers planted sooner. How do you not tell the customer, I just changed what you paid for, 
And then now you're saying, well, you owe me a balance for the flowers. Those are not the flowers that I chose nor that I gave you money up front for. You owe a refund for those flowers. How do you come back and say when you admit it? Well, yes, we we did the wrong thing in every situation here. There are you're getting paid for maintenance and upkeep of the of the parsonage property, trimming hedges, bushes, taking out dead uh, vegetation. There are photos now. This started you start getting paid and paid in April, and photos taken on the Fourth of July look like you're in the middle of a tropical jungle, and you say a customer owes you for that? How? How do you come to that conclusion? And oh. anybody who wants photos, email proof of what Ben Fisk's company said and did, oh, all you got to do, go, go out to Facebook and make a request. I dare you. I got enough pictures to show you everything that happened, enough email and bank statements to show that they were paid and never rendered service. You owe the refund. You're not getting anything. Well, I'll tell you right now, the victim stance that Ben Fisk has taken is a complete disgrace to true victims. Uh, for him to go out here and, and to lie, lie. Ben Fisk is a liar. And then I, I found out yesterday, I get a call from Call to Action from KKTV, and uh, they're telling me, oh, Fisk uh, gave us a report that you're being sued by another landscape company. I'm like, well, that's news to me. I'm not being sued by anybody. Why don't I know about this? So he's out there slandering my name. I hope, Ben, when you get the call from my attorney, that you're prepared because uh, you you think that you're out of money now with the attorney that you had sent a letter to me. Prepare yourself, sir. The battle has just begun. You don't want to to you don't want to have this battle. You definitely don't want to get into this war. You are the one that's in the wrong. Your best bet is to come at me with a check with a full refund. That is the best stance you can take. Well, without question. Ladies and gentlemen, hang on to your seats. It's eating up in AJC Radio. And I'll tell you what, the heat is going to get a little hotter. Uh, news for the Fisk business and the family there. Uh, this campaign has been marked and labeled indefinite. Good luck uh, as we continue to expose you uh, Mr. Fisk, look, this is what advocates do. If you want to look up a definition of an advocate, we stand against that which is wrong. Uh, if you want to look up a just cause, take a look. Uh, we're not actually the organization to come up against when you're wrong. This is AJC Radio. We'll be right back. Fisk, Lawnscapes, Corruption in the Rockies. We'll be right back. We have a big problem, and we need your help. It's happening on college campuses, at bars, at parties, even in high schools. It's happening to our sisters and our daughters. Our wives and our friends. It's called sexual assault, and it has to stop. We have to stop it. So listen up. If she doesn't consent, or if she can't consent, it's rape, it's assault. It's a crime. It's wrong. If I saw it happening, I was taught you have to do something about it. If I saw it happening, I speak up. If I saw it happening, I'd never blame her. I'd help her. Because I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. We need all of you to be part of the solution. This is about respect. It's about responsibility. It's up to all of us to put an end to sexual assault. And that starts with you. 
because one is too many. Add her to the chain. It was just a joke. We're not friends. Why are you talking to me? You started it. It's so gross. Lame. Loser. Weirdo. I've said and done things before that I'm not proud of. Just as I've been hurt by others. The thing is, this, this is not who I am. And it's definitely not who I want to be. I don't want to be cruel. I don't want to spread gossip. I don't want to be a body shaver. I don't want to exclude anyone. I don't want to make anyone feel lonely. Left out. Hurt. Power to be more. We can create a kinder world. It's not that hard. We just need to stop. Take a moment and consider others before we speak. And before we act. Be more. Be more. Be more. Say goodbye to affordability and say hello to losing control. Discover Price Gougesol, the latest outrageously expensive drug from Big Pharma. It's impossible to afford and reverses the ability to pay other bills. Because drug companies raise prices to pay for commercials like this one, side effects may include overdrawn bank accounts, bad credit scores, higher health care costs, children who don't get Christmas presents, and in some cases, the need to stop taking your medicine. If you experience any of these side effects, contact your financial advisor right away. Out-of-control drug costs are no joke. Yet nine of the 10 biggest pharma companies spend more on advertising than research and development. Let's solve the cost crisis now. Visit csrxp.org. Columbine, Virginia Tech. Tucson. Aurora. Fort Hood. Oak Creek. Newtown. 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 How many more? How many more? How many more colleges? How many more classrooms? How many more movie theaters? How many more houses of faith? How many more shopping malls? How many more street corners? How many more? How many more? Enough. 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 Demand a plan. Right now. As a mom. As a dad. As a friend. As a husband. As a wife. As an American. As an American. As an American. As a human being. For the children of Sandy Hook. Demand a plan. No more lists of names. It's not too soon. It's too late. Now is the time. Before we all know someone who loved someone on that list. No more lists. No more. Who they might have been. No more. If we had just done something yesterday. It's time. We can do better than this. We can do better than this. It's time. It's time. It's time for our leaders to act. Demand a plan. Right now. Right now. You! Demand it! Enough. 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 Of a Bard police officer who shot and killed a man. When I first saw the Oscar Grant footage, like a lot of people here in Oakland, I was outraged. As soon as I heard about it and I went online and I seen what had happened, tears came down my eyes. It was something that was very alarming as a police officer and as a citizen of Oakland. It was like such a blatant murder. You have a city in trauma. Anyone that's seen that 
and looks at it is in trauma. My hope is that people will express their concern with police brutality, but they will do so in constructive ways that don't include violence. We cannot perpetrate this cycle of harm and violence in this community. Because we do have to live here and they terrorize the city and it's only going to make it worse for us. They killed our young you can protest, you can try to make a change, but there is a positive way you can do it. And make sure we let the police know and that we're aware that stuff ain't right out here. We're trying to fix it. In a way that is about using your voice for justice and making Oakland a safer place for everyone to live and get along as one. Violence is not just Violence is not justice. Violence is not justice. Violence is not justice. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. You're on your way to meet up with friends, but you can't seem to get anywhere quickly. You don't want your friends to be annoyed, so you text. You're on your way. Five seconds is the average time your eyes are off the road while texting while driving. Make sure you get where you're going. You must have thrown a thousand pitches teaching him to hit a home run. Spent countless Saturdays running routes so he could learn to hit an open receiver. Endless afternoons teaching him how to hit the three-pointer. But how much time have you spent teaching him what not to hit? Teaching boys that all violence against women is wrong is one of the most important things a man can do. Learn how to start the conversation at teachearly.org. Brought to you by Futures Without Violence and the Ad Council. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to AJC Radio tonight as we and a Just Cause organization, or as a Just Cause organization, continues as advocates against fist lawnscapes in Colorado Springs and has done some things unsavory here, really attacking a religious institution and a parsonage for $15,000 and now has taken the steps to actually make, make a foolish attempt to slander. Uh, the church, the pastor, uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, people are responding all over the Internet. Uh, we're going to have some comments and some postings that have been put out there, uh, and people are concerned because these, not only did you do it to a church in a parsonage, you did it to a senior citizen, 75 years of age, oh, 74, excuse me, of, of Pastor Rose Banks. Uh, again, this is Colorado Springs Fellowship's clip. Colorado Springs Fellowship Church, and it is their, the parsonage of the church who actually is responsible uh, for the funding of, of things at the parsonage. So now this would be a direct hit to the church. Is that right, Cliff? Yes, that is. I mean, you you had the this is a contract between the church and Fish Landscape, and you ask anybody in the community, the church has an immaculate record of always paying our bills. 
How does he come out and say, oh, this, this is these, these are people who don't pay their bills? You got paid up front, chump. So how are you talking about we don't pay our bills? Pay back the money you got paid since April and your people did nothing. That's what's on the table for you to put out. Uh, uh, no, they, they don't pay their bills. You got money up front. Where is it? What did you do for it? Why are you holding on to it? Not many days hence, you're going to be releasing. And I'll tell you right now, we actually had that meeting, uh, Cliff, a week or so before uh, you had an opportunity. Mr. Fisk sat down at the parsonage uh, with Pastor Banks, uh, but sat down with me and me and Cliff uh, at Starbucks for a meeting to discuss in specifics. This is not a blindsided situation. We were clear. Documentation was given. I came in as an advocate for a just cause organization. Cliff Stewart, as chairman of the board of Colorado Springs Fellowship Church, uh, came in at that position uh, because as being the chairman of the board, uh, he oversees uh, activities of the parsonage. Uh, So to attack this church, because that's what you've done now. You're attacking individuals bad enough that you went after a church. Documentation, proof of payment, lined up specifically in order. And you have the nerve, Mr. Fisk, to go on the internet to try to counter us? This Mr. Fisk is a coward. He made a phone call to the deputy sheriff's office in El Paso County. I talked to the deputy sheriff yesterday, two days ago. He made the statement. He said, Mr. Mr. Banks, it was, it was yesterday. He said, I'm just giving you a call. I was told to call you. He said, I don't believe we have a way to stop social media or to voice. A, he said, isn't this freedom of speech? Absolutely. So it's okay for you to go out there, Mr. Fisk, and lie blatantly and slander the church, its pastor, and even slandered uh, 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 Mr. Stewart, the chairman of the board of the church, and, and basically blatantly call us liars. But then that's okay. But because we stand up as an advocate to say you will not get away with abusing consumers, in this, not only in Colorado, in this country, you can't abuse consumers. There has been motions and moves made in Washington, D.C., as of today, for the committee that oversees consumer affairs and abuse of power by companies who are abusing those powers to abuse consumers. I'll tell you what, a just cause isn't going away. If you have any thought process, Mr. Fitz, of that happening, go to our website. Look at our history. We don't go away. And we are under every legal uh, right under the law as an advocate to speak out against your corruption. And we're going to do that. William, your thoughts on this one? You know, this to me is amazing because, like you said, the points are this is a church, a very well-respected church in in the community, 38 years, very well-respected pastor, community leader. And you decide that you're going to rip, you know, let's just go. You stole the money. You stole $15,000. 
And now if for, you did not do the services. And now you're trying to turn around and make matters worse and slander the church in which you stole the money from and the chairman of the board. I mean, how, how deep do you want to dig this hole for yourself? Well, that's up to you. You're the one that's putting this labor in under that shovel. But the bottom line is, is that you try to hold yourself, even in his social media profile, he's a follower of, of Christ. And, you know, it's like, how are you How are you even saying this with a straight face? How are you even putting this stuff out there that you, that you are a man of integrity or that you run a upstanding uh, business? And you have this, I mean, this right here is the epitome of just crooked, corrupt business behavior and antics when the when the owner of the organization does not even take responsibility and continues this effort, you know, and make matters worse, it it's even worse. It's even worse. It makes you look I don't know, if you can look worse, if or look bad, that's where you are. And it's just getting worse. He's digging more and more of a hole. So when you look at this whole situation, it's just not good for Fitz. Not at all. And he needs to go ahead and do what needs to be done. I mean, and, and this is a classic bait and switch. You promise uh, a product and a service, and then you decide to give an inferior service and an inferior product and then try to charge full price for it. That's, that's borderlines on being illegal. In certain cases, it is. You can't advertise one thing. And deliver another. It's fraud. It's very. It's definitely fraud. Absolutely. That's classic fraud. Absolutely. And I and look, I don't have to be a color expert to understand that if we came up, the parsonage agreed to come up with a cement color, I believe, of the trim of the house, which was what color, Cliff? What color was that? Yes, uh, cream off white. Cream off color. white. Now, when you say okay, we're matching the concrete. To this cream off-white color. And we come up with mud. Brown mud color for the concrete. Now, I don't care who you are. We, number one, we yield ourselves to the expertise of your industry that we're believing. And I believe the statement, Cliff, correct me if I'm wrong, that there was some type of metamorphosis. That was going to happen after a period of time where this magic mud would turn into this beautiful sunburst cream color concrete. Are you kidding me? That's what the explanation was. Well, just give us some time. It'll have to do whatever's magic. You can't get mud to cream. Cliff? Yeah, now... Their their uh, manager of concrete or whatever his title is, Rick Hobbs, says, yeah, this is the the color is going to be exactly what he sent pictures of what the concrete is supposed to look like. Said now, it, th- this is an email he sent. Now the color is going to be totally different than than what you see here because we agreed on the color of the trim of the house. Then they put the concrete down. It's the color of gray and mud. You know what? Do you know what that looks like? Gray mud looks like it rained on your yard outside. Then their response, as the filler uh, dries more and the concrete breathes, that color is going to change to what it's supposed to be. I don't care how much, what 
type of paint goes from gray-brown to uh, creamy white. There is nothing on the market. What, what type of uh, magical concrete color do you have? That is why when Rick and Jacob came and, and uh, sat down and met with us, that Rick said, I understand it didn't come out the way that we promised that it would. There will be no more charge on that concrete, and we will try our best to fix it with, with no more charge. Now, all of a sudden, Ben Fist, you claim you're a man of your word. You're a liar. You claim your people did good work. You're lying. Now, you, you don't want to – when I asked you, I said, ask Jacob about that conversation with Rick Hobb where he said, we know we messed the concrete up. There will be no more charge. Oh, there's no response on that email. And Jacob Stankage is the biggest coward on the planet. While he sits there and while all the thing, all of the issues are being spoken to from the customer, he know he sat in the meeting where all of these conversations took place. Ben wasn't there. Ben came in at the end to claim he was trying to reconcile the situation. Jacob said in all of it, he wants to sit there like a little yes boy and say nothing while Ben, his boss, is there. And then when he gets acted, uh, asked about it, he still wants to sit there and, and make a snarky face. When I uh, reached out to him and said, Ben, you know what happened. Why don't you respond like a man? His response, oh, I'm going on vacation. What kind of punk are you? Can you not answer to if you were there or not? Can you not answer to what you heard or not? Where is your fortitude as a man, if I can use that expression, even though I would rather use another, but I'm going to leave it like that for the, for the radio show. Where is your fortitude that says you're a man that you can stand up and say what you heard and said? Well, look, the bottom line is, folks, there has to be outrage. Um, a just cause organization is not about going after people uh, with any type of uh, position other than to be a voice. Because who will be the next victims? Now, to a lot of some, some people, fifteen thousand dollars may not seem like much money. May not. Fifteen thousand dollars to anyone that's taken for a ride is blatantly wrong. I don't have nobody has fifteen thousand dollars to basically just go throw in the trash when on, on Trash Tuesday. You, and you gave your word. You gave. You say you're a company of integrity. News for you. The definition of integrity is that I, I am honest and have a level of morality, whether somebody's in the room or not. That is the definition of integrity. But Lamont, e- e- even under $50,000, if I went to McDonald's and asked for a cheeseburger and you forget the cheese, we got a problem. I'm coming back to say, where's my cheese? <laughs> right. You know, that's, that's just common sense. Right. But you talk about $15,000 and you planted the wrong flowers and gave me wrong. You can't pull up patio concrete easy. Right. You better bet I'm going to complain. That's right. I mean, I would people do this for less. And my understanding was the conversation was clear of what was needed and desired at the parsonage. It was crystal clear. And because this is the problem you have in business. You get these folks out here, they commit to what they can do because they want the paycheck. But you don't deal with the fact if you do not deliver. So don't, ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. 
anybody would be outraged if, again, to Kendrick's point, we get outraged if, man, they didn't put no cheese or bacon on this hamburger. Like, put the cheese on. Uh, we make That's it simple. And you'll, listen, you'll drive up there and say, man, you messed up my order. Well, let us to put your name in a book, Mr. Banks. When you come back, the next meal is on us. Our burger. I've seen where they've actually given you the burger and free. 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 Just because of the inconvenience. So, exactly. So a good company, uh, a, a real good company, an honest company, if, I, if, if that company did you wrong, there should be no problem with a refund. Period. Well, because first of all, I have a name. I have a rep. I want to keep that name and rep. I want to do the right thing to, for my customers. But if you're not about the customer in the first place, you're not about a refund. You're about trying to make it look as though the customer is wrong and you're right. And that's not how it feels. And the thing is, your Ben Fisk is not about the refund or the customer because he's not about honest business practice. He's about being a crook. And that is the only word you can use for him. That's the nicest word, rather, because if you got $15,000 up front of somebody's money and you don't provide the service or the product that you got contracted out for the only thing to do is return that customer's money and 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 let me put this out there about being the chairman of the board of the church my position is the church is a charitable organization the money that is put out from the church these this and and, and granted we have to take care of the church parts of it it is it's an investment and it's also, uh, you know, where it's at, it has to be upkeep, rules and regulations and all these things. But my position is if on my watch, you got me as the chairman of the board, you just paid this company $15,000. You think I'm going to sit back and let the whole congregation feel like our chairman of the board is a coward. Right. He won't fight for us. He does not take the donations that we make seriously. He is not a person that should be in that position. I will never take that position to let something like this go unspoken to because it is my responsibility as the chairman to ensure that every dollar spent at that church is spent properly. The buck stops at me. That's why I signed the paperwork. And Ben Fitz, if you think I'm going to sit back and and watch you walk away with $15,000 for free, you you don't know me. I don't expect you to know me, but guess what? I'm about to introduce myself to you, Ben. You're about to see who I am as a person who comes fighting for, for right. So and, and, you best buckle up. And make no mistake about it. Uh, when Mr. Stewart says he's coming to meet you, it is through the furthest and the farthest extent of the law. The law. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hunting you down in a back alley. So, <laughs> Just make that clear. I'm coming at you with lawyers and the law to ensure right. that you do the right thing as a business owner who has ripped off a customer. You will have to pay that back. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna make it very clear because the next thing they'll they'll say, oh my goodness, I'm I'm fear for my safety. This guy just said he's coming looking for me. That's not what he's saying. And you can feel for your safety. You just better fear with a, a fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> check. That's right. So our issue is this, folks. Uh, a just cause organization is about seeking justice. That is our position. We do not rest until justice is found. And whether you believe that or not, stand by. 
And I'll tell you what, a just cause organization, our reach does happen to reach to Capitol Hill. Make no mistake about it. And I'll tell you what, we will not rest until we find every person on that hill, every oversight, every committee uh, 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 joined dealing with protection of consumers. Uh, that ball is already bouncing. So I'm going to tell you right now, I gave Mr. Fisk forewarning. I gave him an opportunity to do the right thing. He failed to do so. The consequence is that every person that we can reach over these airways, 30 million and growing, let alone the people here in the state of Colorado and growing, state legislators and growing, watch groups for people that take advantage of seniors and religious organizations. We're pushing towards that. And I'll tell you right now, Mr. Fisk, we haven't even got fully dressed yet for this war. It's just started. This is AJC Radio fighting against injustice, corruption to consumers across this nation, but namely Benjamin Fisk of Fisk Lawnscapes looking for an opportunity to run off with $15,000 and not be held accountable. My answer to you, not going to happen. AJC Radio returns after this. I'm a mother. I'm a father. I'm a sister. A registered nurse. I serve my country in the United States military. I'm your neighbor. I sit next to you at church. And my child was arrested, held in custody, questioned without my knowledge, exposed to violence, witnessed to rape, placed in solitary confinement, unable to call or see me, shackled to a wall, beaten, sentenced as an adult at age 17, sentenced as an adult at age 16, sentenced as an adult at age 15. We felt lost, isolated, ostracized, misjudged, terrified, and in the absence of all hope, my child took his own life. And then I found the Alliance for Youth Justice. They gave me the support and resources to get through one of the most difficult times in my life. Now I know I'm not alone. And neither are you. Now we have a voice. Now we, we have, have power. power. In numbers. In numbers. In numbers. We, we can, can make, make a difference. difference. There are approximately 2 million children in the juvenile and criminal justice system in this country. These are the faces of those families. If you are the family member of a child who has been in the justice system, or if you are someone who supports this movement and is ready to make a difference, visit the Campaign for Youth Justice at www.campaignforyouthjustice.org. Odds of becoming an astronaut, 1 in 13,200,000. Odds of being struck by lightning, 1 in 576,000. Odds of dating a supermodel, 1 in 88,000. Odds of bowling a perfect game, 1 in 11,500. Odds of being trapped in an elevator, 1 in 24,528. Odds of catching a ball at a major league game, 1 in 563. Odds of an injury from shaving, 1 in 6,585. Odds of tripping while texting, 
one in ten. Odds of getting cancer in your lifetime, one in two men, one in three women. It's up to us to change the odds for our generation. For the ones we love. For our future. If you don't like the odds, stand up. Stand up to cancer. How often does our justice system get it wrong, convicting innocent people of crimes they did not commit? A new project by the University of Michigan Law School and the Center for Wrongful Convictions at Northwestern University School of Law tries to answer that question. In the last 23 years, more than 2,000 people have been convicted of serious crimes and later exonerated, according to the National Registry of Exonerations. By far, the largest segment was almost 1,200 defendants falsely convicted because of large-scale patterns of police corruption, generally in drug and gun cases. Of the remaining 873 defendants exonerated, nearly half were wrongly convicted of murder, and of that group, 101 were sentenced to death. On average, it took more than 11 years for a conviction to be set aside. Why does the justice system get it wrong? In homicides, the biggest problem is perjury and false accusation, most often by supposed eyewitnesses. False convictions in adult rape cases are primarily based on mistakes by eyewitnesses, while false convictions in child sex abuse cases are often for fabricated crimes that never occurred. 2,000 exonerations may seem small in a nation with more than 2.3 million people behind bars, but there are far more false convictions than the report contains. Most false convictions are never formally challenged, and those convictions that are successfully overturned receive little or no attention from the media, according to the report's authors. Sergeant Michelle Garcia served meritoriously in Iraq and has the medals to prove it. Soon after leaving the Navy, Lieutenant Chris Scott found a job, a home, and started a family of his own. Corpsman Richard Stokely took the skills he learned in Vietnam and put them to good use as a paramedic. But soon after leaving the military, each of these veterans fell on hard times and faced homelessness. Even after Michelle lost all her savings, even after Chris wasn't able to pay his mortgage, and even after Richard battled alcoholism for years, They each reached out for help when they needed it most. A simple phone call put them in touch with a trained professional from the Department of Veterans Affairs. That call got Michelle a place to stay until she could afford one of her own, put Chris in touch with employment assistance, and found Richard a substance abuse program. These veterans are success stories not only for how they were able to help others while serving their country, but for how they were able to let others help them. If you know of or are a veteran in need, make the call. Yeah, so we are going to deal with the fact that, 
you know, when you when you as a consumer, you know, there's all type of protections, all type of consumer protection agencies, all the way up to the uh, federal level to the FTC, that uh, Federal Trade Commission that protects consumers from from this type of activity by businesses. That is why they come up with television programs saying, uh, you know, that, that where you can report on businesses. Because you have some, not all, but some unscrupulous business owners that want to take advantage of people. And I am still, I mean, how do you get paid for a service, don't render it, and then say, you still owe me money even though I didn't, I didn't do what, what, uh, what you paid me for? How does that make sense in any, any industry, any situation, if you pay for something? How does the person you pay come back and say you owe me more money even though I haven't given you what you already paid for? Well, let me tell you how unprofessional Fisk Land Landscapes is. Now, uh, we had another uh, person uh, that we know that actually had business, doing business with Fisk. They actually make a send an email to me telling me be due to the tensions – between myself as, a, as an advocate for a just cause, Cliff as chairman of the board of the church, we will no longer offer business for the other person's home because we think that's just best. Well, I got news for you. You were getting fired anyway. But the fact that you took the time to send an email saying we're no longer going to do business with anybody that you might know. That's what you're saying. But you're a professional. They got a saying that's very popular these days that they say, if you do something wrong, own it. Mr. Fest, all you had to do was own this one. Let's own it and say, you know what, we, whether you know it or not, there are companies that make mistakes. There are companies that have workers that do not have the integrity. But apparently your workers are just as have just as much integrity as Mr. Fisk does. Zero. That's it. Because somebody should have stepped up and said, here's the thing with Mr. Fisk. Mr. Fisk made the statement to us, Cliff, at that meeting. I don't really know what's going on here. I've just been brought in. But I want to rectify this problem. I want to bring a resolution to it. Then if you don't know, and we're telling you and showing you the facts that you ripped this parsonage, this church off, Pastor Banks is affected by that because she resides at the parsonage. How do you turn around and disrespect her, a 74-year-old pastor, with an impeccable record as pastor? Cliff Stewart as the chairman of the board of the Colorado Springs Fellowship Church, an exceptional record of appropriately handling funding for that parsonage. How do you just step over that and walk away and sleep at night? I don't understand how that's possible. How do you do that? And how do you do it and say, my name's on that truck? Unbelievable. Cliff, go ahead. 
Yeah, we have a caller. We have uh, Latanya in Colorado Springs wants to make a comment. Yes, Latanya, um, Yes, I just wanted to call in as a concerned citizen that happens to know the reputation of Pastor Rose. I'm outraged that he would make comments against her character when he's wrong. What I don't understand is if you know you're wrong, why would you attack somebody else's character to prove that you're right or try to make people think that you're right? I resent that. It's like you're attacking somebody else, you know you're wrong, and you won't even deal with it? I, I don't get it. And then have the audacity to say you're going to file uh, charges in a court of law when you know you are wrong? I I don't get it, and I'm very upset about it. All right. Thank you for your call. We appreciate that. And uh, uh, these are things, folks, that people are going to be concerned about, uh, uh, and you should be. Um, and there should be people all over this state, which they're going to be, and people all over the country as we get the word out. Uh, in re- out about this type of behavior, this type of conduct. Uh, Dennis, is unacceptable. Your thoughts on it? It's definitely unacceptable. Like I was saying earlier, uh, what I don't get is you got paid up front. Uh, there's proof showing that you didn't provide the product. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't uh, provide the service that you were uh, contracted for. And uh, in my business, I oversee contractors and and the thing is, if if, you, if they don't provide the service, then uh, believe it or not, in the government, uh, they're quickly uh, let go of. I mean, you're, if we're going to pay you, you're, we're going to tell you what we want, and you're going to give us what we ask for. And that's the whole purpose. And if it doesn't happen, then there is a refund. There, there is monies owed to the customer. Well, and that should be given back to the customer, period. Well, it doesn't make sense to me, guys. This is not unreasonable. Not at all. Like, I mean, Kendrick broke it down down to our our food that we eat or we're in a rush. I mean, we get irritated. Make a phone call. That's not what I ordered. They bring you a cheese pizza and you order the pepperoni combination and you get a cheese pizza with nothing on it. You're not going – again, what I'm saying is it is, is in our society that if you pay for something – you get what you pay for, and you expect that. If I order something from Amazon tomorrow, and something comes to my house, and it's exactly something totally different, I have a right as a customer. Wait a minute. I didn't order this. And, and you nobody send looks, it back. You send it back. Nobody's going to say, oh, why would you be upset about that? Really? This is a culture thing, and it's common sense to me. Uh it doesn't make any sense to me. And for people to attack uh, anybody, I don't care who you are, you'd be a multimillionaire and you got something wrong, then they deserve their money back. We get what we want because that's the, that's the, uh, uh, the benefit of, of commerce. I can order something and, and get it. I can pay for something and get what I want. I can pay for services and get what I want. And I don't understand. You got Mr. Mike Stevens. Uh, I believe if he's the same one. Uh, I misspoke earlier. His name is Rick Stevens. Rick Stevens. Rick Stevens, yes. Yeah, Mr. Rick uh, Stevens out here and actually alluding to slandering uh, the pastor in the church. Oh, absolutely. He was going off, he was going off about, you know, using uh, 
the big quotes, as you will, on like as your quote unquote pastor and your quote unquote church people have quote unquote. I mean, he was. But who are you exactly? He's he's nobody. He's some little crony that they have out there. That again, they may have done a decent job for him. He may actually be you know affiliated with him, and he's just out there you know acting like some you know customer that's just so concerned about this this crook that's out there trying to rob a parson. That's well, what he I'm, is. I'm trying to figure out. Um, and, uh, you know, when I played sports in, in high school, junior high school, we had what we call cheerleaders. Cheerleaders were there to motivate you, pump you up, make you feel good as an athlete uh, during the course of a game, make the crowd scream and yell and all that good stuff. I'm curious to know why Mr. Fisk has one cheerleader by the name of Rick Stevens. That's because nobody – see, it, it takes a liar to support a liar. Well, and and I'll tell you what, I, I made that statement um, uh, that if you're lying on that level, and he's just talking as if he was actually in the meetings, uh, sitting there, yet yeah, no, that's not true, this is what was paid. Excuse me, you were not there. And that's the thing. That's what gets me. I mean, anybody who's making these statements, like I said before, you want to see pictures? Of what they did and what was agreed to? You want to see pictures of all the things they didn't do? If you are paying for yard maintenance services since April, and on the 4th of July when everybody wants to have their picnic, have family and friends over, you know, this is the middle of the summer, the best day to have your barbecue. You want everything to be its best. And it looks like your yard, like I said before, is out of the jungle. And you've been paid for three months, and you haven't done your job. No. How, if if you who what did you say this person's name was Samson Michael Rick Rick, Rick Rick Stevens Rick Stevens you want some pictures? You want to see some bank some bank statements? We got them. Hey, it's very simple. I want I want you to refute the evidence, and then that's when we know either you're insane because evidence does not lie. Or you just because first off, I don't know what dog you have in this fight. I don't know you. You making uh, comments about things that you know nothing about. You weren't there. You didn't hear anything. You haven't seen anything. But I will give you pictures. I will show you bank statements of payments to Fisk. I will show you emails from Rick and Jacob where they're admitting they did these things wrong, that this is not what was agreed to. I will show you the email of, of uh, Ben Fist saying, I am going to credit your account because we were untimely in getting the work done that we agreed to. We planted the wrong flowers. We did not put the, proper, the concrete in properly. We have the evidence. So I don't know if or what you've seen, but uh, just reach out. We don't have a problem showing you anything. Anybody who wants to see it, uh, just ask. Well, that's the bottom line, folks. Look, if if there was something to hide, uh, nobody's offering you bank statements of proof unless they're playing games. I mean, come on. Uh, and I go back to my point earlier. Why would you give a credit if you feel like you're saying on social media that we delivered? We did everything we needed to do. And that basically these are lies being put out about Fisk. Then why did you give any credit of any kind? It's true. That doesn't add up. I'm not going to get – if I have a credit at JCPenney's for $1,000, 
for some botched suit or something. I'm not saying JCP gets botched suit. I'm just making a point. If I have something that got messed up in what I ordered, and they say you got a credit in store credit, you can't give me a credit if I'm no longer shopping at JCPenney. How are you going to give me a credit when I'm not in your store anymore? How can Fisk give somebody a credit when you're no longer you no longer have uh, these folks as customers? So they're like saying, "Well, I don't shop at JCPenney. Well, we gave you a thousand dollar credit whenever you do. We're not using you anymore." Your credit is useless. You want to put the credit, put it in the form of a check. And you're crediting, you don't credit something unless something wrong has happened. Bottom line. Other side of the break, folks, we're going to deal with Yelp, Y-E-L-P. Well, I'll tell you what, who, who does not have a price tag that they can be bought? Yelp has removed all postings from... The community people that are trying to forge complaints and put reviews out there about this consumer, they have now blocked. They have violated the First Amendment. We're going to deal with that on the other side of the break. Yelp, stand by. We're coming. This is AJC Radio. Here are 50 white guys. Here are 50 black guys. Here's how many white guys can expect to go to prison in their lifetime. The chances amount to 1 out of 17. Now here's how many black guys can expect the same thing. The chances are 1 out of 3. Why? Lots of reasons. It's complicated. But one thing is clear. There's racial bias at every level of the criminal justice system. When blacks and whites commit the same kind of crimes, blacks are more likely to be arrested. Once arrested, they're more likely to be convicted. Once convicted, they're more likely to serve longer sentences. Look at the numbers in America's so-called war on drugs. About 14% of American drug users are black, as are about a quarter of drug sellers. Yet blacks are 34% of the people arrested for drug crimes. And those convicted of drug crimes, 46% are black. By the time we factor in sentencing, there are actually more black drug offenders than white ones in state prisons and in federal prisons. In the end, the incarceration rate for drug crimes is 10 times higher for blacks than it is for whites. These are the facts. Racial disparity in America's war on drugs is one big reason that one out of three black men can expect to go to prison in their lifetime. You can tell a lot about someone by what they spend their money on their priorities, their concerns, and their motives. Big Pharma says their top priority is research and development. They say that prescription drug costs are so high because they spend so much on research. But the simple truth is nine out of the 10 biggest pharma companies spend 50% more on advertising than they do on research and development. It's true, tens of billions more. The more they spend, clearer it becomes. Big Pharma's priorities are more ads, more sales, and higher costs to you. It's time for Big Pharma to get their priorities straight. Americans deserve open and honest prescription drug pricing. Let's solve the cost crisis now. Visit CSRXP.org. 
The United States of America incarcerates more people than any other country in the world. In fact, the U.S. hosts more prison inmates than all other developed nations combined. As of 2010, the world population was over 6.8 billion people, with an estimated 9.8 million in jail. This figure, compiled by the International Center for Prison Studies, refers both to individuals held in jail awaiting trial and inmates serving time after sentencing. So there are 9.8 million human beings on planet Earth living inside of cages that we know of. In 2010, the U.S. was home to about 309 million people, 4.5% of the world's total population, but housed 23% of the world's prisoners. So take a moment to think about what this means. It means we imprison more people than enormous autocratic countries like China. We imprison more people than Russia. Compared to the size of our population, our rate of imprisonment dwarfs our closest allies, like the United Kingdom, France, and Canada. As of 2010, there were over 1.6 million post-trial inmates serving sentences in America's state and federal facilities. This number does not include those being detained pre-trial or those on probation. The most unique feature of incarceration in America is the large and active role of our federal government. In most countries, crime is reacted to at the local or regional level, whereas the American government finances and legislates a significant portion of law enforcement at the national level. State governments still do their fair share of incarceration, though. California and Texas incarcerate more than other states with over 171,000 inmates each. Florida is a close third with over 103,000 prisoners. But no single state locks up more people than the federal government with over 208,000 inmates. Perhaps the nickname Land of the Free, Home of the Brave, should be updated. Though I suppose you need to be brave to endure the highest likelihood of incarceration the world has ever known. Prisons are not what we think about when we think of America, and they shouldn't have to be. A free nation shouldn't imprison so many people, and a fiscally responsible nation can't afford to. With close to $40 billion a year in state correctional spending, the financial costs are obvious and staggering alone. But the human costs are often underappreciated. 1.6 million fathers and mothers, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of American families are incarcerated. It's time for people to realize that the criminal justice system in America is desperately in need of reform. I wanted to be in the military since I, was, since I was a kid. I served in the United States Air Force. I served a total of 16 years. I was deployed uh, 13 times. On my second deployment, four bombs hit my vehicle. And at 19 years old, that's the first time I ever saw somebody die. Coming back, I was raging. I started having pretty horrible nightmares. I would wake up in the middle of the night, sweats. I started drinking a lot. I felt worthless. I guess I never recognized it in myself. Eventually, one day, I just walked into the VA hospital and said I'd like to see somebody. Don't suffer alone. you got to find that link with somebody. It'll make you let it go. It all starts with going to the VA. There's a whole community of veterans that just want to help you out. It's for the guys who couldn't come back, so you owe it to them to live well, because they're not here with their families.
I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company. I can run a successful business. I can manage your home improvements. I can publicize your message. I can motivate your audience. I can put my military experience to work for your company. I can teach your children. I can boost your bottom line. I can have value to your workplace. I could be a loyal and productive employee. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity. If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire me. If you don't have an open mind and a workplace that's open to everyone. If you don't realize that America works best when everybody works. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? You can remember that it works. It's what people can do. It's what people can do that matters. Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to AJC Radio, where we bring the message of justice all around the world. And tonight, this has been interesting, but very troubling that there are companies, uh, in a perfect world, you think everybody's going to be fair, everybody's going to do the right thing, not in reality. Uh, Someone is always looking to take advantage. Uh, The person doing that in this case is Fisk Lawnscapes and Benjamin Fisk, uh, owner uh, of Fist Lawnscapes. And uh, we've seen some things, folks. I'll tell you what I told you earlier. He made a call to the Colorado uh, Springs Deputy Sheriff's Office uh, to try to stop freedom of speech uh, by this organization. Um, you were the laughing stock, I'm sure, of, this, of the Sheriff's Department because there's no padlocks on social media. Uh, there's no safe on social media. Uh, but I guarantee you, you didn't want to put a padlock if everybody was singing your praises. So then if you're not doing your job, all of a sudden we have a problem. It doesn't work that way. You can't have it both ways. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, folks, this is a disgrace. Uh, and I say that not lightly and in, by any means. Feel free to call into the show tonight, 646-200-0628. I would anticipate we'll get some more callers from people in the community. Uh, and this is, again, we've just, we're in the infant stages uh, of exposing uh, fish lawnscapes. Uh, right now, we want to address an issue with Yelp, uh, which is uh, Y-E-L-P. Most people know who they are. Um, basically, has come up with some nonsense and had no problem for a day with the postings that were being posted out there. Uh, they are there to let you put a review uh, of, of different in, uh, situations that you want to get out to the public. Um which is nothing wrong with that. Now, the problem is they had an actual problem uh, in regards to uh, the truth being told. Um, if you are a non-biased organization that is there to put information in uh, and to allow the public to speak out against certain things that are going on that are not wrong, my question is, is why then... Do you take down um, the postings that are out there against this property? This is what it says, and this is what it says in regards to the posting being blocked. And it has a triangle red with an explanation point, and it says posting temporarily blocked. This business recently made waves in the news 
which often means people come to this page to post their views on the news rather than a first-hand consumer experience. As a result, we've temporarily disabled the ability to post content about this business. Uh, if, you, if you're here to leave a review based on a first-hand experience with the business, please check back at a later date. This was a first-hand experience that an, that an advocacy organization, as well as concerned citizens, came forward to speak about. And I don't know if Mr. Fisk cuts you a check uh, to compromise free speech, because that's exactly what it sounds like to me, because your explanation is completely false. Fisk Landscapes, I sent an email to them, not to Fisk, but to Yelp yesterday and today, telling them to provide the proof of media coverage that Fisk Landscapes has been in the news. Watch the news every day. I have not seen a report. You you can feel free to send that to lbanks at a-justcalls.com. Feel free to shoot it out. Because I'll tell you what, that's simply not true. Uh, That's one of those things that, and I'll tell you what, you can put our stuff back up uh, because this is a direct. I was in the meeting with Benjamin Fisk. I have direct knowledge, and I was there. So, Information has been given to Fisk. If you have any questions, you can contact the chairman of the board, Cliff Stewart of Colorado Springs Fellowship Church, and or you can contact Lamont Banks, executive director of a Just Cause organization. We both had direct information and knowledge as to uh, this situation. So this is something uh, that we can do. Um, and it says here, uh, this is I, I believe this is something that was written and reported Uh, How to handle negative reviews on Yelp. The truth is that you can't please everyone in life. Even great businesses get some negative reviews on Yelp from time to time. And this is somebody, his opinion on it says it sucks. Sometimes businesses mess up and deserve to be called out. Other times a bad review can feel completely undeserved. Well, the bottom line is we're dealing with facts here. So how can you say in one breath, oh, they deserve to be called out. Um, Then You know what? This to me... Uh, is, is an attempt to cover up what has been going on. Ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it, Fisk Lawnscapes uh, and the corruption that is being done in this community to a parsonage, to a church, Pastor Rose Banks, as occupant of that parsonage, is outrageous. We will continue to expose these practices uh, as often as we can. Stay tuned to AJC Radio. Go to our websites, uh, a-justcalls.com as well as ajcradio.com. We will continue to bring justice to this situation as we be a voice, become a voice for those that may not have one. That is what advocacy is. We continue our fight for justice. We'll talk to you next time.